Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Natasha Belling, you may know from Network 10 and The Project. Our sense of community is fracturing and as a society we've lost the importance of compassion and consideration for others. Thinker Girls, hello. Hola. Hello. Hi. The Thinker Girls. Thanks for joining our show. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi, girls. <laughs> the Thinker Girls. All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. We're glad to be chitty-chatting with you today. I hope it's... It's been a good day, good night, wherever the hell you are in the country, in the world. As we know, the greatest thing about podcasts are that you could be breastfeeding at 3am, mm-hmm. like I know a lot of people are. You could be doing the run, which I know a lot of people listen to the show while they're doing a run because it's the perfect length. Oh, like a 30-minuter? Yeah, how many how many Ks are you getting in for 30 minutes? I don't run. Yeah, but on a, what would you think you could do? Oh, is it 10, maybe 10, 12? 10K? Is that good or not for 30 minutes? I, I mean, that's pretty good. Is it? I think. Are you on the treadmill at the gym? Is that unrealistic? I have not run, and I've been using my back as an excuse that oh, I can't run. I probably could actually, but it's not. That's not happening. I don't think. Okay, well, maybe seven's fa- more realistic. I don't want to chop you off at the legs and and really bring you down. But ten k, that's impressive. Well, that's in my fantasy life. Yeah. Like if I didn't have a metal pole in my back, I'm lucky to be four. Already. Hang on, you're a and runner. I, you I used walk. to run a fair bit. I well. Do you run I, anymore? I'm a jogger, and I prefer to walk. Oh, so you're a jogger. Well, since moving to Sydney, there's all the hills. So screw yeah, that. It's hard. That's Just walk. On. Just walking up those hills yeah. is a real effort. It's enough. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's enough to get me outside. <laughs> Far out. Um, this particular guest that we've got, uh, Natasha Belling, you may know from Network 10 um, as a journalist, and she does the national news across the weekend. You may have also seen her her face on Studio 10 and The Project. And we're excited to have Tash on the podcast this week. Hey, Tash. Stacey and Chrissy, hello. How are you both? Hey, Tash. We're great. We're totally stoked to be talking to you. If you were to run, how many K would you... Are you a runner, Tash? <laughs> what are you <laughs> laughing at? I, I, I just need to clarify, I have no issue ranting or chatting for 30 minutes. I could not run for 30 minutes. So you'd be maybe more of a 1K, 500 metre kind of gal? Yeah, because... I can't stop chatting for that much. If I ever did go for a run or a walk, I can't ever do it with a friend because I would never stay focused. We'd be chatting too much. How those people run and chat, and I'm like, and then I've seen people, and then I'm like, oh my god, I got a stitch. I've seen people running and on the phone. Yeah, like Sydney's a weird place. People do that all the time with the hills. Yeah, it's quite intense. Tasha, I would have, I could absolutely picture you out there in your lycra. I don't know. I just would have thought you just, you look like a real, you look like a, like someone with a sweatband. Like I can really see that. I actually do love sweatbands and I love the little matching 
matching wristwatch. Bloody knew it. Told you. Told you. You are a sarcastic woman, though. I've already figured out. So I can't quite figure out when you're being serious and when you're not. We'll have to. The joy. Yeah, you. I'm from the 80s, remember? Oh, so hot. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we, that's on our video ideas because we do a heap of videos and um, and on our videos is to reenact one of the Oz style. Remember, they were on Channel 10 too. They, the aerobics Oz or something. Oh, yeah, those weird yes. classes where they we're had the really that. high cut, the thing. That's quite yes. sexy. It looks like a G-string, but it's around yeah. the front. Yeah. <laughs> a V-string. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Um, bit intense. That's what I kept on thinking they would always exercise because they had to keep moving because their actual... <laughs> they were having camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> their issue was they were itchy. Yeah. They had to keep that string moving around. <laughs> Especially if you've just been waxed recently. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it's or the, you're a shaver. It's the worst. <laughs> keep, keep in mind it was the 1980s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you were probably shaving. <laughs> Um, this is the operative <laughs> point there. Um, if you haven't listened to our show before, welcome. We are two radio chicks who talk crap on this podcast about thoughts you're thinking but not saying. You can listen to us on the KISS network nationally from 7 till 9 during the week. And on Sunday nights, I think they chuck us on for an hour at some point, 8 o'clock. I when think. do they do that? Yeah, I don't I even know. They eight. changed it. It was Saturday. Now it's Sunday. Sunday night, 8 o'clock, I think. Yeah, so you can ch- check us out then if you're not uh, driving home at that point. Um, but if you haven't listened to the show, we all bring a gem to the table. So something that's on our mind that we're thinking but not saying, before we crack right into it, let's all give a bit of a headline. So yeah. we get a content so everyone knows what they're strapping themselves in for for the next chatty ch- okay. chat chat. Just a quickie headline. Um, today I want to talk about the key to... My big O. Oh. Because I my that's what my boyfriend said. He goes, Don't worry, I've got the key. Okay, and I was but, like, What key? Well that's a good key to have. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah. Do you mean opportunities? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Tasha's opp- kids are in the car. Yep. That's exactly what I mean. Opportunities. Yep. We'll be talking about that in T minus twenty minutes. Uh, because when they're, they're on the footy field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan, guys. Um, and that's just, just how it's going to roll today. Uh, I want to talk about friends that are in sh- shitty relationships, basically, and how you dive in and how you dive out. Which, as, a, as a mate. Yeah, yep. which parts you're meant to go in. My story is quite unique because this particular person knows that she's in one. So that's the ah. tricky bit too. I thought that would make it easier, but is it harder? Well, because she's still in it. Yeah, right. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. Mm. Um, Tash, what about you? What's your headline? Look, my headline is, girls, I don't know whether you've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this a lot, I think, with recent world events. But our world is a little fractured right now. And I think as a society, we've lost the importance of compassion and consideration for others. And let's I get, let's get straight into that. Is. Let's, let's yeah. start. So we'll start the timer with Philip, but... Yeah, I think it's really important to talk about that um, because it's quite timely from the last couple of weeks. Obviously, everybody knows about Sonia Kruger's opinions and and then obviously all of of stuff going on. Things going on overseas. People want to be able to come up with solutions in a way where we're not attacking each other, Mm -hmm. you know? I completely agree. And I think even if you look at it, I think a lot of us are thinking right now the world is in not such a good place. But I think if we even look at our own communities, I don't know whether you guys have been feeling this, but I think in in a general sense, we've lost our sense of community. I think that we don't have consideration for others anymore. It seems to be, I think social media contributes to it, a very narcissistic existence where it's all about what I can get out of life and what I can achieve and not 
consideration for others. And I think there can be a lot achieved in this world by mm. just simple consideration and kindness towards others. It's interesting yeah. because people, I mean, it's just a real thing about being in the moment. You know, even the amount yeah. of times I've got to try and make myself now, if I'm on the phone when I'm walking into a coffee place to get off you know, to get off the phone, to just say to... Because, you know, we, we I actually did a break on this. I think it was at the beginning of the year where I was like, I'm going to get off the phone when I'm talking to you, but then I'm going to hop back on the phone. And yeah. I've changed my mind Have you? with that. Yeah. What, just to not be rude or inconsiderate to it's the person working? It's not about them. It's mm. a, probably a selfish perspective that you come into... I go into work, we get up, we work kind of nights, I get into my car and then... Where am I connecting with people mm. outside of the bubble? Mm. Do you know what mm. I mean? And that's oh, what I get. That's, that's the problem. That's We've the community thing. Yeah, and I, I yes. made a point this year for the second half of the year to get connected with relationships. And I've moved. We've both yes. moved to mm. Sydney, so we're new to town. Six months in, and I want to meet people. I want to stay here. I'm really happy here. So. I, I, all of my connections, my family, and that roots stuff that you take for granted is all in Melbourne. I so think sometimes when in you order move, to make them, you need to be present. Yeah, I think sometimes when you move somewhere and, and there are new things going on, a new job, and new people, and, and a new house to kind of set up for yourself, it can be kind of a, a head down, bum up work. And as you say, in this weird little bubble where you're not even kind of looking up for breath, and then the moments that you do, you just want to spend those moments kind of alone, chilling out, but. But it is something that does take a lot of effort and a lot of conscious effort. Like yeah, it, which it shouldn't because it didn't like it didn't used to. But now it is something that I guess we. It's like exercise. You almost have to think about it. Yeah, and I think it's when you're in a place where you know people and you already have those established roots and connections around. Those people are kind of they're kind of there, so you can pick up, you know, potentially pick up things that have been left for a little while versus making them and beginning them from scratch and still being in that state of but mind makes things a lot harder. I think the key for this was if even if you're living at home and you know people, you're not connecting to your no, community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I think even though I'm in that position, it's pushed me to do that. It's also made me realise that maybe I, if I wasn't new, I wouldn't be doing that at home. Either. Yeah. Because like Tash said, we're not, we're not looking mm. at each other in the eye anymore. But I also think that has, as a result, made us quite a harsh society because we, because we aren't engaged and have real connections with people. Often we don't understand the impact of our words and actions. Mm. Mm, it's and true. I think as a, a, a general rule right now, because we have in a generalised sense, in, in some circumstances, we've lost that sense of community, people are falling through the cracks. Yeah. So that's why we're seeing people more isolated, feeling more lonely, because it has become quite a selfish society. Yet, I do believe there is still a wonderful sense of community out there. We just have to make sure the minority are called to task. You know, I and love you, calling you engage in it. Now yeah. yeah. And I've, I, I don't know where I got this. I heard it somewhere. I don't know if it was on a another radio show or a podcast or something somewhere where somebody was like, there's no such thing as water cooler conversation anymore. Nobody's... Marty Shigo Oh, that's, what it. It, yeah, that's mm. what it was on that podcast. And it's interesting because he brought up this point where he's like, everybody just gets into work and they're, you know, they're putting their head down and they're punching out emails and they're avoiding eye contact. 
because they can't be effed getting into a conversation with Joni from sales or Sam from accounts because I'm busy. I've got to get my work done. I've got 10 hours work to do and I've only got eight hours to do it because then I've got to go and pick the kids up and stuff. It goes deeper than that. It's 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 people don't want to show they're vulnerable. That's the core mm. of it. You know, even with people at work, they don't want to show th- their vulnerability. So if it means that they might be having a bad day or they're having a good day, you everyone wants to trap all of that in, you know, because it means that if you showcase any emotion, you're vulnerable. It's even with people that you love in your life. Mm. It's it's even harder to gauge your loved ones or the people in your life because Everybody is so, you know, there was a particular friend of mine that I offended probably 12 months ago and I've thought about this from a really bigger picture and I would have thought what I said to him was just so not offensive and what I didn't realise is how sensitive he is underneath mm. and for a long time he hadn't shown that and, and whilst so you what I said what was, like. yeah, what, yeah, I, yeah, what yeah. I said wasn't nice but he's lost the ability to open up and connect with who he really is and, and, and the default was is that He's getting hurt. It wasn't just me. He, you know, we worked it out, and and he was like, it, it wasn't an intention, but it's happening to me a lot because people aren't able to read where I'm at anymore do because you, he wasn't allowing himself to be himself. Do you reckon we have these walls up? Do you reckon that's a big part of it, Tash, where everybody's kind of going around with this big kind of suit of armor on and and kind of you know trying well, to keep I, the world on or not? I genuinely believe because we're becoming more disengaged and focused on the wrong priorities in life, years ago you would show your vulnerabilities because people would actually say you would have that water cooler conversation Mm. and you would notice that that person wasn't the same. And I think as a society we're letting down the most vulnerable, they're, they're slipping through the cracks. And if you have a look at recent world events, there are a lot of warning signs of these people. Mm. So their people are being vulnerable, we're not seeing them. Absolutely. And I think, as I said before, I do believe there is still a wonderful number of people out there and it's the majority causing issues, but I think we also have to have a responsibility to call them out, have a rant. You're being rude, you're being disengaged, you're not considering others. Like that duck. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. Welcome, Philip. Yeah. Meet, meet Tash. Hi, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you, you're right, Tash, calling people out on it. But it is, it's funny when people do nice things, it's almost like a shock now. Well, like yeah. if somebody holds a door open for you or, um, I don't know, my, my boyfriend's nan's been unwell. She's been in hospital and there was this young electrician in his late 20s, early 30s. And anyway, he, um, somebody walked in um, and saw that he was having his smoke break just sitting there next to her um, eating his lunch chatting away because she's sitting up in her hospital bed and then I got a text Mm. yesterday saying that the electrician has come back it's like nine you know eight o'clock at night and he's gone back in on his time off to go and check in and say hi and just catch up with this this elderly woman who's suffering from cancer sitting in a hospital bed and I and there's more good than there's bad I truly do believe yeah when I read that out to Stace she said that she goes wow it is there, there are good people around. There are pe- good people doing good things, but you're just probably not hearing about it as much anymore. People don't look at it. Yeah. But that's also why, from a news point of view, I love telling good news stories, and that's yeah, so incredibly important. important. And I saw that great, great quote the other day from Morgan Freeman. I think it was on his Instagram um, account. He put out, how can we change the world? Every person can just do one small act of kindness. Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe, you know, I, I think there is more good in the world than bad. It's just that 
I think the minority sometimes overrules the majority and we just have to make sure that the majority flourishes. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. true. Yeah, good and look, point. And look up and, and, and I think also act on it when you see it. If yeah. you do see it, I think everybody thinks that they're being private. But it was like the day we went to the TED Talk and that man next to me started crying. And I really had to think up. so yeah, yeah. much if I should put my arm around mm. him. And I thought, oh, no. yes. I thought, fuck it, I'm doing it. Mm. And he yeah, was yeah, yeah. so grateful. He was so appreciative. Oh, oh my God. Course. It was so, you know, I wouldn't have questioned that three years ago because mm. I'm always that kind yes. of person. And my family have always yes. raised me to be that person. You see someone, you yes. pull over. Like, well, that's yeah. just how I've of been course. raised. But I did question it in that time because mm. I, I, I often thought, well, maybe he doesn't want that. Because people don't know where they stand. Well, but I mean? was like, oh, screw yeah. it. He'll just tell me I'm okay. Yeah. You know, that's fine. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a risk that I'm willing to take yeah. for what he might get. And, and what he got was comfort from a stranger and he really needed it by yeah. the looks of it. Um, so it is harder to push through but then do it anyway. All the harder stuff's always and the better stuff. Yeah. The and the importance of giving back. And as you just saw through that experience, by giving back to the community and helping someone, you actually, although that's not your intention for doing it, it actually makes you feel fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I talk about that. that. You're helping. You're right. I talk about that story really proudly. Yeah. I go to bed feeling yeah. good about mm. the person yeah. I am. Mm. Like, And that's a good thing. It's a good like, reflection yeah. of who you are. Yeah. I think that. From just a small act. The word proud, you can be proud of yourself, you mm. know, and then Absolutely. everybody wins. It's a, mm. Being proud is a good word. Yeah. It's my it's my affirmation word the last week mm. or so. It's in my on my blackboard. I write different words mm. and proud is one of my words. Do you want to butt in on this conversation? Get it off your chest, girlfriend. Join in our weekly Facebook forum where you get to say exactly what you're thinking and you could be featured in the next show, facebook.com slash thinkergirls. Philip went off. Yeah. So I'm going to crack into this friend story quickly. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, because the thing is about to go off again. Uh, and um, there's a particular girlfriend of mine that has been seeing this guy, I don't know, well, they're probably, they've been in a relationship for maybe eight months. Yeah. And um, and he, it's not going anywhere, you know. It's just Hang one on, of those. have you known that from the beginning because they're no, eight months in? I didn't or how, actually. What's, what's how, how old is she? She's 34. 34, um, she came out of a really big relationship. So when she got in, I often go, you know what, that's bloody quick. But no, Stacey, not everyone goes and works their world around the way that you do or the way that you see it or whatever. Sometimes it might Everybody's be, different. Yeah, they might yeah. have just found each other through diff all different people. Who knows? Mm. 
I didn't detect that, that was the case. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think she needs a bit of time to figure out what the hell she wants. Mm. Uh, but, you know, whatever, she jumped into it. He's a really nice guy and um, and I hope the best. Mm. But it didn't really turn out to be the best. They've brought out the worst in each other, really. Mm. Um you know, I don't particularly like hanging around them now because he feels quite insecure because he can tell that she's not really in it and um, and she's not in it. She knows that she's made the wrong mistake, but she's still in it. And so it's this really fine line of how do you talk to her about it? Because what if she this is her choice and she continues to stay in it forever mm-hmm. or, you know, where is the bit where as adults and as women and as friends – do you give too much of your opinion? Like, where is that line? I reckon that, as you said earlier, this is a different situation because the kind of generic or that standard um, situation where your besties with somebody that's in a bad relationship, a toxic relationship, and they can't see it. And look, don't get me wrong. In the past, I've had a very good friend of mine, very hurt by a guy, gave my opinions, made it pretty clear, and it made we are good now and probably better for it now. Mm. But there was a there was a real touch and go there for a bit mm. where she turned on me. Mm. She was not interested in me giving that opinion. And so I've been a bit scarred from that, to be honest. But I must say, I still don't regret giving it. Because it wasn't like I was like, you're a moron. I just went, this is my you stance. You flagged it. He's treated you like shit and I'm not going to say it's okay. But I think a lot of the time when people get their backs up or get angry, it's often because they know that it's the truth. That, well, that you're speaking the truth that is kind of deep buried within them that they don't want to potentially realise and that can be who, embarrassing. Who gets to decide that I say that? That's the key. Mm. I don't know. Tash, have you had any examples? Look, I'd have to also say, and, and why I initially asked about the age, is I know a very, very good friend of mine, and the difficulty for her is she was at an age where, <clears throat> pardon me, she was desperate to have a baby. Mm, yeah. Mm. And I think she was in this relationship trying to convince herself it was the right relationship when it wasn't because she was desperate to have a baby. Did and I you know that, that it wasn't, Tash? In yeah, your gut? But I think also then that brings a whole different range of issues because then there's a difficulty where that person being the male partner wasn't in it for the right reasons as well. And I think that's just as heartbreaking because then you realise for her, and they didn't break up until she was in her late late 30s, early 40s, where she never was able to have a baby. Wow. That's really, so really... Even though that's what she went in doing yeah, it for. when she oh. knew... Yeah. <clears throat> That actually, yeah, that's just given me a bit of a, like, sometimes you need to hear stories to go, yeah, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, checking. That made yeah. me feel good about, I'm single and I'm not settling even if I get scared or even if I want a baby or whatever. I don't know. It'll be my path is what my path. That story's made me feel better yeah. about that decision. But Tash, through that, yeah, through that knowing hard. knowing that she was potentially not in it for the right reasons and, and eventually he wasn't either. I mean, you on the outer and, and as her maid and wanting to support her through that and want the best for her, how did you know where the line was in terms of what to say and what to hold back? I think you also know, depending on what the friendship is like, if you are really tight and personalities, there are so many different personalities in the world that then cope with everything so differently. Mm. So for me, I knew there was only a certain amount that I could say to her without then causing further consequences. Mm. And then you get in a very, very difficult situation where, thank goodness not in this one, but certainly in other situations I know, the more you protest, the more you push them together. 
Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. It's true. I think I think you're right, Tash. You've got to get a bit of a sense of A, what is your relationship with this person and and Correct. who are you as an individual and who are they? Um and then yes. and then kind of act accordingly. But this has happened to me quite recently too with a mate. She kind of went into a relationship having to prove to everybody that he was a good guy because there was a bit of past history with myself and another another kind of mate within our group. So there I suppose was kind of something for her to prove that he was not who he was before. But there that was really hard for me and I spoke to you, Stace, a lot about this not knowing how to approach things, how honest to be. And in the end, I was pretty brutally honest, which was, this is my this is my opinion. I think you deserve better. Uh, I'll, yep. st- I'll still be here as a mate, but this, it is inevitable and it is unquestionable that this will affect our friendship and how close we are. And I can't, you're my best friend. And I physically, I will try, but I can't see us continuing to be best friends I'll always be here for you, regardless of whether you're together or you're not or whatever. But it will this will this will be hard. And that and she was really, really kind of rocked by that. Like couldn't believe that I couldn't believe that I could say that or think of that. And that was really hard for me yeah, to bring I, up too. But, to be but fair, I'm proud I that think, I did. I think but I to be very fair, I think there were other things that were underlying in your decision to say that other than just her relationship. I oh, within our within, within the past of our friendship yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you grew you've grown into very different places. Yeah. So I think even though that conversation happened because of a partner, I think there was some other mm. there was some other factors with that. I think to kind of call it like that. Would my approach have been the same with somebody else who I didn't have that past history with though? I yeah, I reckon it would have been though. Like to be to be that honest. Honest but maybe not call out because yeah. that you can you know mm. calling out's a bit of a thing. I think and we need to wrap up because Philip has gone off, but I I will say the other thing that I think is the factor is obviously it's different from every friend, but I think it's also on whether they're hurting them. Do you know what I mean? Like wh- how much you step up. Because sometimes yeah. You know, we can say you sit on the fence and don't give it to, don't give them any advice if, um, if potentially they can't handle it. But I think there is some responsibility as friends and as women as well. If there is some danger or there is something yeah, that's, yeah, you know, totally. particularly for emotional abuse oh, yeah. is a big one where we all sit there and we go, well, he doesn't hit her, so maybe you know I can't really say anything. Just let it be known that emotional abuse is just as important to make sure that you're flagging with that loved one or that that friend of yours. I think that's important to yeah. say. Yeah. And and I also think it's essential to be there. I'm sure we've all all been through circumstances in lives where challenges people show their true colours. So I think it's incredibly important to be there during the tough times as well if that relationship does fracture. I think that's true. Mm. Yeah, I think mm. that's really true. Mm. Regardless of where you stood before. You know, exactly. like you might have not been able to be that close to them. That doesn't work out. Then you're the first person. Sometimes you're the first person they ring. Yeah. <laughs> it's tricky. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It's just the Thinker Girls laughing at their latest video. Catch it on YouTube. YouTube.com slash the Thinker Girls. Tash, are your boys out of the car now? <laughs> They are. I've pulled up at the football field. Oh, good. Okay. I just wanted to double check before because going into this. Gym. It was either going to be the young. big opportunity and Chrissy was going to have to make up a new story. Which or I'm completely turning, fine with because I'm quite a good bullshit the, artist. Or it was turning. Hang on. Just a second. One's come back into the car. Okay. <laughs> it is now the big opportunity <laughs> rather than the big orgy. And I love opportunities. Yeah, yeah. In, uh, in fact, can, 
we can we can code name it opportunity. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Um, I was. Um, yeah, how do I put this? Getting jiggy with it. I, yeah, I was doing the horizontal dance with my partner. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. with, with my boyfriend this week because we've been going to dance class and been actually, funnily enough, practicing quite a bit. And I dance do, class. Code name, mate. Oh, come God. on, catch on here. Catch Sorry. on here. I was like, actually, you got me. I Are you picking up what I'm putting sorry, down? Sorry, it's Friday. I was like flipping out. Because who I'm doesn't like, You've love dancing? Who doesn't love a good dance class? Well, that's you right. know what I mean. I just didn't think that you liked that kind of dancing. But I, just... I know, and and you want to try dancing with the stars? I get to Leave it with me. Leave it with me. Um, I'm fine with my dancing partner currently, though. Um, anyway, so we were we were in the midst of practice, and um, yes. he had already finished his dance routine, okay. and I was kind of yes. like, oh my god, I've st- I'm still doing a bit of a solo tap number here. I'm um, not sure how much longer I'm going to be expected to do this dance. Anyway, and he was like, let me help you finish a solo routine. I've got the key. Yes. The key to a decent solo routine that women are looking for everywhere yeah. across the globe. And I said, what do you mean you've got the key? He goes, I've got the key to your big opportunity. <laughs> I've been with this guy, Tash, for seven years and I was like, what? It was news to me. Like, obviously, I, I knew that there'd been big... We've had plenty of opportunities big before. opportunities. Big opportunities over the time that we've been together. But I never knew that he had it down to a finite art or a key as I think he's talking everyone about. needs to go home and ask their partner now if they have the key to yeah, the opportunity it's because so interesting if they know the key and they're not you know talking about how they know it that's that is the best conversation I think you could have so so first up I go what oh, do you what? I'm, I'm still perplexed after seven years of ballroom dancing why he dropped this bombshell <laughs> What's the time now? He's always had the key, but we've never actually had a conversation about what, how that key is cut. Yeah, like right. the intricate details of what it <laughs> takes to open the door to the big opportunity. Yeah, right. Like I've always just, like there's, he knows how to do it. Like that's, that is no question about that. But I never actually knew that it was so. A plus B equals yeah, C. Yeah, it was like squared, just so definitive. Upside down. So anyway. Flip, flip, flip so straight, your uncle split. So straight away I go. Well, what is it? Oh, my God. And he goes, can't tell you. It's secret business. But I'll just whip out the key and I'll do it. And I'm laughing because I think sometimes that's the best. When you're when you're doing the dance routine and you're laughing, that's my favourite type of dance routine uh-huh. um, with somebody because you just, I don't know, feel completely comfy. And anyway, he starts getting the key out of his pocket and I am start <laughs> laughing. And then probably about 30 seconds in, I was like, Oh my god! I've just got I've got the big opportunity. It's here, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it happened. Ta-da. Ta-da! And the dance routine, the dance routine was, was a success. Was as an absolute success. Tash, standing ovation. You're in a relationship. You're married. Yes, very very happily married. But I'm just wondering. Have you ever had the conversation is- about the opportunity? <laughs> like, is that it's, it's happened? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know love, anyone that's having love, that. Love. I love opportunities, but yes. I, in, in, in regards to, I am absolutely astounded. Does your partner just bring out the new opportunities for special occasions? Yeah, <laughs> she's more. What do you mean, well, like the actual? No, no, no. I've always known that that's been. I've always known that what 
what the actions are gets me to the opportunity. Like, yeah. it wasn't a surprise right. thing or a new but he, thing. But he, it's just the words. It was the, the it was the actual word, and it was it was a tri- he did a triple threat. That's what that's what the key what was. What do you mean? But you did you already know what the triple threat was? Yeah. But I didn't know in conjunction all at once would take thirty seconds to the final standing ovation. Like oh. I knew I I knew I liked all three elements individually, but I didn't know he was like triple threat go thirty seconds and then it's D Day. Wow. Like it was actually that efficient. <laughs> You're trying to think of what the three I feel elements like are. A <laughs> no, I was trying to think of what mine would be. Like I was trying to think what if someone was to say to me, "I've got your key." Yeah, what that would be. Do you know? Well, I think. The, do you reckon the key? I think the key changes. Uh, it can. It can change depending on my mood too. Yeah, right. But at that time, he sensed that that was the right key on the key. So you've got separate keys. Yeah, separate keys. Whoa, do lots you, of keys. Do you have one key, Tash, or lots of keys? I have lots of keys and I feel very sorry sometimes for the poor, lovely partners trying to juggle all those keys. Yeah, like a janitor. Yeah. Yeah, Like a janitor, you know, in in an American high school movie. Big ring of keys. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, which one today? (laughs) Do you know what they need? And sometimes they just can't find it. But you know what they really want? They want a skeleton key. What's that? Because the skeleton key goes, like real estate agents, they've got the key to everywhere. I'm fascinated. If you haven't had that conversation, though, because it might not be something that you ever bring up, go and have it. Yeah, it's Let so us fun. know if you're having the conversation about the keys because we want to hear how that went down because <laughs> I really enjoyed hearing that about you and Zane. Have, just talking about that is hilarious <laughs> and very, very lovely. Like, yeah. it's nice. I, I agree, and I just, I just am going to ask my... <laughs> happen tonight about wonderful opportunities in the future yeah. oh my god and if you... he's got any if he's got any key suggestions that is just the best oh, we we adore I that that will happen many wonderful suggestions oh good on him good oh, on that's him. the best good on that janitor <laughs> <laughs> and to all the janitors across the world we salute you yeah. <laughs> all i'm going to say is next time i see that person with or even a jail warden with all of those keys on his pocket think of us <laughs> i know so will I. And so will everyone. I think the, the we'll moral like, of the story. We'll be like, wow, he's a powerful, powerful man. <laughs> and janitors are usually like 60-year-old men, which is the best because they've been in the game yeah, long they've enough. They've been around. Yeah. They've been around. Um, yeah. Tash, it's been absolutely a real treat chatting to you this time. We really appreciate your time and we tr- appreciate your boys' time yeah. too. <laughs> Oh, thank you for your patience. It's a, a pupil-free day, and as every busy working mum knows, it's the juggle and the struggle, and we get there in the end. Well, you can make it work. Doesn't you know? There's just all different ways yeah. around it. I think, um, but we do really appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, and Tash. Um, and yeah, of course, you can see Tash on all the different ten programs. Studio Ten. She's on the news um, as well as on the project. Which, when I was on the project, you were on the panel, Tash. Well, we were talking about oh, Tinder. It was, we talking about Tinder so here? It was, it was my- so much fun, and then I actually <laughs> went and Googled, which was even more disturbing. The And I know we'd mentioned it on air with uh, Michelle, uh, the, the profile shots of men with tigers. Oh, yeah. oh my god, yeah, she everywhere. loved that. She did. She adored she, it. She did. I, well, yeah, it's interesting because she's obviously going into that path herself, like for the yes. you know for the first being time single, of being yeah. new and yeah, yeah. It's, it's an interesting space but to I play. I didn't even know that was a thing. So <laughs> what I love is every day I learn something new in my job. Like today, I learned the importance of great opportunities. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. You're welcome. Yes, you are welcome, uh, uh, Tash. It's been a delight. Until next time, thanks, Tash. Bye. Thanks so much, ladies. Thanks, Tash. Hey, you. 
Not that we're particularly pushy, but you should absolutely listen next week. You will love our guest. Yeah. Wink, wink. They can't see you wink, mate. Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I said it. Okay, I don't get it. Well, I'm saying wink, wink, because how else am I going to get across that I'm wink, winking? Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> All right, just listen in to next week, please. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation and want more? The girls are chitty-chatting away on Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram. You can download more podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, fresh. 